Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, so I will be really honest. Uh, This story is inspirational to me, uh, and it's sort of inspirational to me because I'm not always this way. Let me explain. So a gay candidate uh, got some homophobic just hate, uh, left a voicemail over the phone, and responded in the best way. We're talking about Matt uh, Putorti. He's an openly gay Democrat currently running for the 21st congressional seat uh, in the House of Representatives. Uh, Yesterday, he shared a voicemail that he received from an anonymous caller accusing him of being a spy before dropping a whole bunch of anti-gay slurs. I want to warn you, we're going to we bleeped out part of this audio, but we left part of it in uh, on purpose. Uh, it could be a bit triggering, so I do want to warn you. You might want to not listen right now if you're if you're triggered by certain slurs about our community. But I think it's important that we hear, uh, just as a reminder, what we all go through and what our, our openly gay politicians go through on a daily basis. Listen to the voicemail. Hey, Mr. Cutter Spy, you a spy? Looking at your picture here, you look like a f-ing queer. I mean, Jiminy Christmas. Talk about a, a $3 bill and all, you know? But hey, you're not going to win. Sorry, Maddie. So, oh my God, that's yeah. so disgusting. So Matt Patorti uh, said on social media, he says, listen, to my caller, my queer siblings and I are braver than you will ever be, but if you want to talk person to person in a civil manner, please reach out. We can share a spaghetti dinner. Uh, he goes on and says that he's like, listen, I'd be more than happy to sit down with this guy. I think that uh, a heart-to-heart uh, and getting to know people that you don't understand is the best way forward. Um, I brought this up a few times recently, how I posted that photo on Facebook yeah. of my partner and I, and I've gotten so much love, but so much hatred. I'm talking paragraphs. People are writing me about how I'm going to burn in hell because I'm not a true Christian and I have scales over my eyes and I don't see this the error of my ways and all this stuff. And finally, this one woman wrote so many long, long comments and I finally replied to her yesterday and I said, listen, you're a disgusting, vile human. We're trying to share love and if you don't have anything kind to say, just, just get, get off, off my page. Get off of, you don't want to see these things. Don't come to my Honestly. page and see them. And then I blocked her and then I felt guilty about it because that's not how I want to respond. But it finally triggered me. And so for this for this man running for Congress, he's bigger than I am. Yeah, I don't respond well either. I on my TikTok particularly is where I get the most hate when I post me and Lisa Um, and they'll, they'll attack Lisa. They'll attack whatever we're doing in the video, and I just go off. I don't want to be the bigger person. I don't care to be the bigger person. I'm not going to do an educational moment for you. If you're going to come for my partner, I'm coming for you. It's just I I can't wrap my brain around 
what would make somebody so fearful of an individual and so hateful towards because an individual? Because they're probably gay and closeted <laughs> themselves. That Honestly, part. that's what it is. And I think a lot of people are really gay. And I think a lot of people wanted to, um, you know, experience their sexuality. And I think that we've created such a society where people have to be afraid of their own bodies and sex and intimacy and, um, you know, all the things that come along with that and the guilt of finding pleasure in sex. We were taught that sex was to procreate, mm-hmm. not to enjoy I mean, I talked to this woman. I did this podcast yesterday um, with one of, oddly enough, Fran Drescher's business partners. Um, and, you know, that's like a dream of mine. I was so excited. But the woman, one of the women that was a part of the podcast said she and she's like a little bit older than I am. She only started masturbating four years ago. And because mm. she didn't know and she wasn't taught that. And she's married mm. and she was married and she was like, I, when we had sex, like I didn't even enjoy it. Like I didn't even know I was like supposed to. And I'm like, how that woman is this is a lot like other women and yeah. other men. And there's a lot of fear. They don't even know how to, to feel good themselves. And then they see you and your partner, me yep. and my partner thriving, loving, it's more, winning. It's more common than you realize. I was in a full relationship with the, you and I met through this person years ago and he and I are good friends to this day. And you know, he's always been super supportive, but he was raised Jehovah's witness and there was so much brokenness in our intimacy which there was almost none. We yeah. were together for four years, and I think we attempted to, to to have sex maybe three times in four years. And that was my first partner in Los Angeles. I moved here from New York right after college, and I thought that I just must be ugly for L.A. standards. I just believed that for five or six years, well after we weren't even together anymore because he ended up cheating on me with my best friend. Um, and I just remember thinking I thought I was sexually healthy in my 20s. Because I had some nice relationships in in college that I really, to this day, I'm just grateful for. Um, And then I met him and I realized how broken he was. But it took me a long time to let go of that. I took on a lot of that as my fault. And I did not explore. um, What I love so much about my fiance now is that we can talk about literally everything. There's nothing off the table. That doesn't mean we act on it. But we can we can talk about things, and I think that's really important because our parents' generation. You can talk about anything. Nothing, like nothing. They don't even like. I remember one time. This is this is this is this is a lot. This is a bit of an overshare. But the same guy who cheated on me, who I'm not friends with, he went home one year with us for Christmas, and he started making a joke about um, oral sex, and everybody was like <gasps> losing their minds because we were all kind of little tipsy having cocktails at my grandmother's house. It's my grandma Corky when she was still alive. Yeah. And my grandmother looks at all of us and she goes, you don't think I've done that once or twice in my day? And we Ah! all about fell to the floor. Yes. So uh, generationally, it's, it's, it's just, it's different for every generation. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because when my grandma was alive and I did go, I came out to her and I would share things with her. Her own children didn't want to do that. They didn't want to have the relationship. They felt uncomfortable. Her and I had a very open relationship. Isn't that the special thing about grandparents? Yeah. I, I, and it's I, incredible. Yeah. And it almost makes your parents, though, sometimes resent. Like, I it think, did. So, I think it on did. some my level. Grandma, my mother was so jealous. Yeah. My mom, God bless her, love her. She's my best friend in the world. I think on some level, there is a bit of her that, I don't know if resentment isn't the word, but feels a kind of way that I think that grandma was perfect, but to her, she was her mom, so there were some problems there. Yeah, it's always a you know a, a generation removed. 
It is.、Mm. All right, well, coming up, Philadelphia Pride Group disbands and cancels event amid a bunch of controversy. And we are going to share the details coming up next. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.